Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. I'm delighted, I've been la-di-da-din Not a lot of thoughts when I ponder from the top Man, these boys, they be potting I trust them like a lot And they told me that I get it Guess what? I got it You should do it too You will never lose If you ever do Must have been a ruse Ricky, that's my dude Stoops are super cool Sharks up in the pool I've been sparking up my tools I've been looking to win Spend a little again I've been for spittle to them I got I riddled again I told them stop clowning around They said what goes up comes down I said I'm down with the sickness My team stay ill now come get this I'm just so dead with delight I stay ready tonight Deep dive, we rise That's the medley, alright David Delight David Delight Da-da-da, da-da-da Da-da, David Delight Hey Welcome to another episode of the Devin Delight brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I am your host, Ricky Valera. On today's episode, we're going to continue on with our rankings, tackling the wide receiver position, or as I like to call it, Stoops position. Um, it was exciting to tackle. The last two weeks, we did the running backs and we did the quarterbacks, which was a lot of fun. Um, and then this week, obviously, we're going to tackle the wide receiver position. I had a lot of fluctuating position um, changes in the bottom half of my rankings. Some guys that I, I didn't have on my rankings that are in there now, and some guys that have just kind of not been so impressive throughout the first part of this season. As always, I am joined by my partner here, Stoops. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good. Doing good. Excited. Um, only four of my guys stayed in the spot they were before. All the other ones had some form of movement, whether it's up, down, not in anymore, whatever it is. So only four stayed the same, but everyone else had some form of, of movement. So Mine's definitely five. excited. Yeah, I have five guys that only stayed in the top spot, and that's yep. pretty – Actually, sorry, four. I four just like you. I forgot. Hey. There's a there's a little bit of a change at the top. I lied on the last show, and I lied right right now. There was a t- change at my top. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. Um, there's a lot of receivers to talk about, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? We could have done a top probably 30 show um, if we really wanted to. But folks, we're going to tackle the top 15. Just like we did last week, we're going to do uh, three at a time, both sides. Um, and Stoops, I'm going to let you kick it off with your 15, 14, and 13. If you could give us where they were ranked prior, if they were or if they weren't. And uh, go ahead. See what we got. Yeah. So 15 for me, um, Terrace Marshall out of LSU. I actually did not have him ranked um, last time. I know. Wow. Uh, but he's at 15 for me. Um, okay, giving me all those. <sighs> anyway, no, I have him up there. Um, I mean, he just he – just, he's been killing it on the field, right? He's just been absolutely dominating. So um, got him in there. Number 14, I've got Chris um, Olive. Just kidding. Olave. Um, got him at 13 again. We don't get to see him play for another week or so. Actually, it'll be technically, I guess, this week. Um, we uh, we got him playing. With that being said, guys, we're filming this episode a little bit ahead. That's why we're not diving into the SEC uh, um, um, games like we did prior to the prior week, but we're filming two episodes ahead of time, guys, just to kind of easy for scheduling. So that's why we say it the way we are. So yeah, enjoy Big Ten football. Yeah, enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Chris Olave there. Um, 13, I've got Justin Ross. Yes, he's missing the season with the injury, but um, and I, I 
he would be much, much, much higher. Yep. Assuming um, healthy playing, all that fun stuff. So still a big fan of Justin Ross. I mean, we, we've seen what he can do on the field. Um, but I got him down at 13. He did move down two slots. He was at 11. Um, I had Chris Olave at 13. So he moved down one slot. And like I said, Terrace uh, Marshall, I didn't have him ranked at all. Um, but he's ranked now. So that's my 15 through 13. All right. So for me, my 15 kicks off with a guy that was not ranked prior for me. Um, and um, give me a second here. I'm trying to pull up his stats here. Um, we have, let's see, Jonathan Adams Jr. from Arkansas State. Um, we've seen him all over the week one. We kind of saw him all over ESPN with his, some spectacular catches. I talked about him a little bit um, then. Um, for me, 6'3", 220. Um, obviously, Arkansas State, that's a question mark. For me, I think this guy might be this year's Antonio Gannett-Golden for me. Um, Low-key guy. If you look at his stats for this season, um, he's coming off his biggest game of his career versus Georgia State. 15 catches, 177 yards, and two touchdowns. On the season, 41, 539, seven touchdowns. Um, He's averaging 13 uh, yards per catch, which it, it, it's the thing about it is he's not new, you know, last season, you know, last season, 62, 851, five touchdowns, but he's already got, um, played 13 games last year at 62 catches five this year, 41 catches. You know, it's a senior year. You know what I mean? I feel like it, it's, it's that year you're trying to, I don't know. It's just like we talked about last week with the ETN. These guys are trying to improve upon things to improve their draft stock, right? So there's like, this is my chance. Jonathan, Jonathan Adams, like, I'm a low, low key school guy. I feed me the ball. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I want to be in the NFL. And I think that's kind of what they're doing with this kid. I think he's got a lot of talent. He was not ranked. Uh, number 14, Justin Ross. Justin Ross would be probably in my top three. Yeah. Um, we see what they're doing this year with the guys that they're doing it with, right? you know, Rogers and, and some of those other guys. So for me, Justin Ross would have probably had 1500 yards and, you know, 15 touchdowns this year probably would have, you know, he would probably have been my top, top three, top four easily. You know what I mean? Ross is such, such a super talent, but I don't want to forget him. You know what I mean? Nope. Like he's one of those guys like guys, if you have a draft or if you have an opportunity to acquire you're you're he's never going to be cheaper than he is right now. And you're obviously in question. Is he going to play in the next level? Yes, we don't know that 100%. But if you can get him for a cheap price, the upside of getting Justin Ross is is massive. Um, Coming in at number 13 is probably my biggest drop. Um, That's Tamarian Terry from FSU um, from 7 to 13. He has looked abysmal this year. Um, The whole team. Well, the, the whole team has, yes, it really has, but he's dropped some passes. He kind of just looked lackluster out there. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about him this year, but it's just something that I have not been a big fan of. So for me, it's kind of like, oh, you know what I mean, type of situation for him. Again, it's not a knock on his talent because he has the talent, but I just feel like if I can see some of this stuff, we definitely know yeah. You know, people that do this stuff for a living can see this, see this stuff as well. Um all right, now transitioning to 12, 11, 10, I'll go ahead and kick us off here. Another guy that was not ranked um, for me last time is Seth Williams from Auburn. Um, he's number 12 for me. Um, super talented guy. Um, he just has looked good through three weeks. That team is just, I don't know. Bo Nix is not good. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to spoil anything. I know he's going to be next year's draft class or whatever it is, but Bo Nix is not good. Um, but I think he's making the most out of what he's got. Um I have number 11. I have Chris Olive as well. <laughs> I can help it. Chris Olive uh, from Ohio State. He actually was 13. He moved to 11. 
Um, hasn't played, but uh, he moved up a little few spots anyway. It's just a Terry dropping. Ross mm-hmm. dropping a little bit. That's the reason why we got some fluctuation there. Um, coming in at number 10, same guy that was number 10 for me um, before, Devontae Smith out of Alabama. Um, I like Smith. Smith's super talented. Is just the second best receiver on that team for me. Um, so he stays in the same spot. Stills look great. Not going to deny. Still looks good. But uh, we'll talk. About, I'll talk a little bit about uh, his teammate here in a little bit. What do you got for us? T- 12, 11, and 10. So at 12, um, I've actually got a l- little bit of a rise here. I got Tutu Atwell. Um, he was number 15. I moved him up to number 12. Um, he's looked good. He's he's just a playmaker, right? Get the ball into his hands. He's, he's going to make something happen with it. Um, not a big guy. Not a big guy at all. Um, but he's definitely someone, get him you know, on those, those quick screens, those drag routes. Uh, just get the ball into his hands and, and let him let him make some plays. Um, but got Tutu at 12. Number 11, um, Deami Brown at North Carolina. Um, he actually moved up one slot. I had him at, at, at 12 previously. Now he's at 11. Big, big fan of him. Um, and for me, this one, this guy stayed the same. Um, I've got Demar and Terry. Um, like you said, though, it's 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 been a disappointing season, but I, I don't – some of it's got to fall on him, right? Drop passes, like, yes. If it hits you in the hands, you got to catch it. I, I get that. But – there's got to be something going on with that chemistry on the team. Is there locker room issues? I'm hoping he's, and, and I'm not saying he is because I don't know this, but, you know, is is he a locker room issue? You know, does he, is he checked out, right? He knows the team's not that great. You know what I mean? Um, so it's just kind of, you kind of have to wonder those things. And I'm not saying that's the case because I have no clue. But um, there are just some 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 players out there where when a team is struggling, like it's tough to, mentally continue on but that's kind of where you know you start to separate yourself at least put forth the effort but um i got him at 10 i'm still a big fan i, I think he's he's got the abilities i mean 6'4 210 um love to see him put on a few more pounds especially being that height but um got the size to him so uh let's let's continue to see you know what happens but that's my 12 through 10 um one guy you mentioned tutu i love tutu he just mm-hmm. he just dropped off by hair i love him a whole lot i just and it's not just because of his name because it's awesome but um hit us with nine eight and seven so sitting at nine um got a little bit of a drop and it's only because other guys you know uh moved up but i've still got sage surat um he's a guy that i'm i'm a huge 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 fan of um before the injury last season we, his numbers were we're phenomenal, really. Um, I love what what we saw in the field from him. He's definitely a guy that that I would highly recommend, you know, trading for. Um, if for whatever reason you have later drafts, you know, or, or if he's on some form of a waiver and you're you can pick up Debbie guys, go for it. But Sage Surratt sitting at number nine, he was number six for me. Number eight, I've got Tylen Wallace. Um, he was number five for me, so he do- he dropped down a little bit too. Um, for me, like the Oklahoma State team. Um, I mean, they're, they're what? They're leading the Big 12. Um, or, you know, because Oklahoma and Texas can't figure themselves out. But <laughs> um, terrible this year. But um, I was just hoping to see a little bit more. Now, don't get me wrong. 19 receptions, 325 yards, and two, two t- uh, touchdowns is yep. not terrible by any means. But it's just kind of like, you know, I was hoping for a little more, which I don't know how much more you can really expect given, you know, some missing time, quarterback changes, so on and so forth. That definitely plays a big factor. But – um, still a big fan of Tylen Wallace. The number seven, he did not change at all. He was seven for me before. Seth Williams out of Auburn, 6'3", 211. 
Um, again, a few more pounds would be nice, but at the same time, um, like you said, Bo Nix, uh, just, just the, the consistency with it, you know, and it's, I think there's times where he rattles himself yeah. to where he, he makes some questionable throws. Um, cause again, the potential is there for, for Bo Nix, but that being said, when he, he starts to rattle himself, it does start to hurt Seth Williams and, and just the surrounding cast. But, um, no, I think Seth Williams is a top talent. Um, love him. And I just can't wait to see what he continues to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Is he somebody that's impressed me? Obviously he was not ranked, um, you know, and now knowing that he was, you know what I mean? So it's exciting for me. Number nine, new entry, probably the biggest riser of everybody on this list. Um, going from new entry to number nine. Um, that is a more out of Ole Miss. Yeah. Um, super talented five, nine, one eighty five. a little bit small. Um, but I, my only concern right now is, is he a product of an offense that's really thriving? Could it be? Yes, but that doesn't matter, right? It doesn't really mm-hmm. matter. He's, he's being productive um, through the season. He's got 31 catches for 462 yards. He's looked fantastic. Um, it's kind of funny. He has not been able to, he's got all these yards, but he's yet to be able to find the end zone other than the one time. Um, he is a playmaker, right? You know what I mean? They do get the ball in his hands, which I like. You know, he's got a pair of rushes on the season as well, but three games through the season, 10 catches in every single game. Three games, 10 catches in each. 10, 10, and 11. Last week against Alabama, he looked real good. First game, game one, 10 for 227 against Florida, which was super impressive. Against Kentucky, he went 10 for 92 and a touchdown. And then last week against Alabama, 11 for 143. Uh, you can't complain whenever he's produced. And again, it, it's about, it doesn't matter that this team has not been playing good um, on the defensive side of the football. It, it, that's not his job. His job is to catch footballs. Get the team down the field, and that's exactly what he's done. You got to be super impressive with that. 14.9 yards per catch. Coming at number eight, um, he moved from nine to eight, and that's Tylen Wallace. Um, another guy, just, I mean, I, it's another one of those guys that I have to give you credit for. Um, you know, I, I like Wallace. Um, I like them a little bit, but you hype him up pretty, pretty solid. You've always been big on him. You were big on him last year, you know, mm-hmm. prior to the injury. Um, and then number seven for me, um, he dropped from five to seven, and that's uh, Sage Surratt, Wake Forest. Um, for me personally, it, it, his movement is literally based on two guys that I really, 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 really like a lot more. That's it. It's nothing against his talent, and that's where we're that's where we're at right now. Right? Yeah. We're hitting that top six. Right? These are the guys that we love. You know, these are the guys that are on our radar. These are the guys that we're trying to acquire or have acquired um, in, in Devi drafts and or, you know, in, in trading and stuff like that. And these are the guys that should be on your guys' radar as well. You know, and we're not just talking that up. There's a lot of these guys are in everybody else's top echelon of, of being drafted. But for me personally, um, when we get to this six, and I'm, and I'm going to dive into my number six right now, it's uh, Amon uh, Ross St. Brown. I love this kid. You know what I mean? He plays with the best quarterback um, for next year's draft class. So I'm excited to watch him play in a couple weeks, um, play for, you know, USC Slavis and him. They just have a great chemistry together. Um, St. Brown, we talk about him a lot. We've, we've mentioned him a lot on this podcast, um, coming in at number five. Um, he was ranked eight on my last list. I gave you a funky look whenever you mentioned his name a little bit earlier. Uh, Terrence Marshall, yeah. Terrence Marshall, sorry, Terrence Marshall Jr., out of LSU, 6'3", 200 pounds. Um, we could talk about, let's see here, Mississippi State game, 8 for 122, two touchdowns. Vanderbilt game, 
you don't get much better than this stat line. You know what I mean? The yards might not be there. Two catches, 67 yards, two touchdowns. You know what I mean? Two catches, two touchdowns. You can't beat that, right? And then, of course, he went last week against Missouri. Big time game. 11 for 235 and three touchdowns. Um, Marshall is somebody that's skyrocketing up the draft board for me. 6'3". I love being, you know, I love the size already. Last year, even on that high-powered offense, you know what I mean? He wasn't the top option. Uh, we know that, but he still ended up with 13 touchdowns last year. Um, now that he is that top option, he's averaging six more yards per catch this year than he was last year. He's already on pace to shatter everything that he did last year um, as, as far as yards go and stuff like that. And yards, catches, touchdowns, averages. The kid's super talented. I like him a whole lot. I just think that he's got every possibility to be the best receiver in this draft class. I'm excited to see what he does more and more each and every week. And that's why he's skyrocketed up to my five. To be honest with you, I fought myself trying to figure out if I could put him higher, but I can't. I just, these guys above him are just a lot better. Or not a lot better, or just better. You know what I mean? So, include you know, including his former teammate, I guess you could, I guess you could say former teammate, technically, um, which is weird. But um, and then number four, um, stayed four, Rondell Moore. Uh, I like Rondell Moore. Um, not much you can't say about the kid um, that we haven't already said him on this podcast probably a thousand times. But um, Rondell Moore, number four. What you got for six through four? So sitting number six, um, actually moved up three spots. I've got Devonta Smith um, out of Alabama. Big, big fan of him. Um, he's definitely continuing um, on what he had done last season. So definitely love seeing him. Uh, number five, big fan of Monroe St. Brown. He did move down one slot, and it's only because I moved up um, kind of considerably, actually. Moved up another guy. Um, so he moved down one slot for me. But Monroe St. Brown sitting at number five. Again, I just can't wait to see him, him out on the field. Um, I think he's going to be the top guy there this year. He's going to just continue 1,000-plus, probably 1,200-plus yards. You know, I'd love to see him get anywhere between 8 to 12 touchdowns, you know, stuff like that. I just, I just, I just can't wait to see him on the field. Um, number four, again, moved down one slot, Rondell Moore. Uh, he was previously number three for me. Again, like you said, not much you can't say. When he's on the field, he's just a playmaker. Again, um, not the biggest guy out there, but get him the ball. Just get the ball into his hands. Yep. Let him make a play. And that's exactly what you're going to get from him. Um, he's physical, too, for his size. He's a physical receiver. He's not afraid of contact. Um, and that's one thing I love to see. He's just got that, you know, as they say, that dog mentality, right? He, he's going he's gonna to make it happen. So, uh, yeah, six, Devonta Smith, five, Monroe St. Brown, and four, I've got Rondo Moore. Give us three, two, and one, sir. So, three, this was uh, – my big mover, um, Jalen Waddle. He was number eight for me before. He is now number three. Um, oh, I just couldn't. I just couldn't put him above the next two guys. But um, well, I could technically because it's my rankings. But um, <laughs> I can do whatever I want. But no, Jalen Waddle. I mean, he is a guy that I talked up before. Um, kind of before the this is this is his year, right? It's like we said with Georgia, the running backs. Just kind of wait your time. You know, you're going to get your yeah. touches. You're going to get them, but kind of wait your time. This is his time, right? He is a focal point of that offense. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. Oh, and I was saying, yeah. I was saying, sorry. I was just saying, yeah. Like you're ready to say. Anyway, so Jalen <laughs> Waddle sitting at number three. Um, I've just loved what I've seen from him, you know, on the field so far. Uh, number two, Jamar Chase. Um, LSU, obviously, he, he's an opt out and kind of, you know, former. 
teammate of Marshall, but um, it does sound weird to say that. But it, <laughs> it's very weird. Same season and everything. Yeah, it's strange. So Jamar Chase, number two. Um, no movement there. He was number two for me before. In the number one, I've got Rashad Bateman. I just, to me, to me, it's one of those where when you watch the films, you look at the numbers, you look at everything. Now, obviously, Chase's numbers were absolutely ridiculous. But when you look at it, like one and two for me, I don't think it's as close as the Judy Lamb argument as last year necessarily. But to me, you can kind of go one way or the other with it. But I've got Rashad Bateman at number one. Jamar Chase at number two, and Jalen Waddle at number three. Number three for me is Rashad Bateman, moved Gross. from two to three. Gross. <laughs> um, number two, um, he moved from three to two. Um, Waddle's been my number three for a while. Um, he's slid up to number two. Um, what he has done this year so far is extremely impressive. Eight, 134, two touchdowns, five, 142, and a touchdown, and then six, 120 last week. Um, I love Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle is a much better version of Henry Ruggs. Everything Henry Ruggs was, Jalen Waddle is. I'm sorry, I don't mean to break it to you guys. I'm just letting you know. He's just as fast. He might be a hair slower. I think they raced or whatever, and Ruggs beat him by a hair. By a hair. I'll take that hair because mm-hmm. he's a better route runner. He's a better cat. He's got better hands. He's athletic. I'm not saying that they're not. He's, he's just better guys. Okay. I'm going to get off the rugs thing. We, we've never been rugs guys on the show. Um, but um, 19 catches through three games um, last year in 13 games, he had 33. Obviously, like you mentioned, he was not that guy. You know what I mean? You had rugs on the team. You had um, Judy. You had a lot of talent on the team and he's kind of competing now to me personally. He's that number one receiver on that team. You know what I mean? Nothing. Against, and the thing about it is it's nothing against Devonte Smith because Devonte is really good. It's just, I think Waddle's a better all all around receiver. He's another one of those guys like you mentioned. I, I would like to see him put on a little bit of weight, um, 5'10, 182, maybe put on 10 pounds, but I, I want to be able to, you know, still be who he is. Um, they still try to get him the ball in his hands. You know, he's got two carries this year. He does do some punt returns and kick returns. He only has three on the season, but that's still, he's still, you know, doesn't mean he's not returning stuff and stuff like that. So he's out there. Um, he's my number two. And then, of course, Jameer Chase. I, I love this kid. I, I, to me, head and shoulders, uh, the best guy in this class. Um, to be honest with you, but for me personally, one, two, and three, it, it's it's hard to rank. Waddle, Bateman, Chase, I feel like that's the one, two, three. Moore is kind of in that loop with a lot of other individuals as well. People love Moore a lot. But for me, I think this, these three guys are tier one, in my opinion. I feel like this is that tier one, and then you kind of drop off to like a tier. Not drop off. It's it's. People say like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you have Rondell Moore four. It's like he's four guys. He's calm down. You know, you might have him two, but I have him four. That's not that far off. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But um, what Chase did last year was just he was he was the most dominant wide receiver. Um, 84 catches, 1,780 yards, 21 touchdowns, or 21 uh, average, 21 yards per catch, 20 touchdowns. He showed up in the big game um, against Clemson. He had nine for 221 and 24 yards per catch, two touchdowns. Um, he had what? Look at this. One, two, three games over 200 yards last year. Come on, man. Texas A&M, he had seven, 197 and two. Um, you know, he had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven games with over double digit touchdowns. This guy is absurd. If he played, if you had this kid in fantasy football last year, he had one game of single digit fantasy points. And that was a game against Oklahoma. He had two for 61 yards and that was eight points. That's it. That's all he had. 
rest of the games he had over double digit. And then of course he would have had, you know, over 20 in a lot of these games, mm-hmm. but uh, Chase is, is, is an insane talent. Um, the smartest thing this kid ever did was opt out of the season. You can't get much better than this season. Um, you really can. It's one of the greatest statistical seasons uh, for any wide receiver ever. You know what I mean? And it's one of those things. It's like Chase is like, all right, I'm gonna opt out. Look at the tape. And that's exactly yeah. what we, what you do. You can't. And you, when you look at the tape, he's a great route runner. He's a, he's a great 50, 50 ball guy. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. Burrow was amazing. We talked about that just a little bit last year, but Burrow was amazing last year. But he benefited from guys like Chase as well, you know, at the same time. You know what I mean? Chase helped him out with some of those, you know, Burrow knew he could put the ball up and he knew that Chase would come down with it. And that's that's the type of wide receiver that you want in your football team. So um what I what, what I feel real quick, what I think would have been crazy is so let's say that Chase played, right? He comes back and he goes for twelve hundred yards and thirteen touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That's a phenomenal season. Yep. But what would people have said? Like, oh, oh my, that's oh, it? I took a step back. Oh, it? Yeah. Oh. Like, come on, come on. So, I, you know, it, I don't, well, you would hope that wouldn't happen, but at the same time, you got to think like when you drop down that many yards, that many touchdowns, like, you know, there's going to be the people out there like, well, he couldn't do it again. Well, no, of course. he doesn't have Joe Burrow. <laughs> like, he, of course he couldn't do it again. He went from Joe Burrow to uh, Matt, uh, whatever his name is. I forget his name off the top of my head. Right Isn't now. it Miles? Or Miles, Miles Brennan. There we go. Exactly. Matt. You can't remember his name. Can't remember his name. That, that's where he's at right now. Not Joe Burrow. That's what his name exactly. is. Exactly. You know I mean, and it's going to show because that team is terrible this year. Even on offense, they haven't been that great. So, um, very smart decision by him. Um, Playing for Stingley to opt out now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, the receivers' position is locked and loaded, right? You know what I mean. I yep. think it's loaded. This class is good. We talked about how great last year's was, and it was. And this class is is just as good. You know what I mean. We year in year out, there's guys fluctuating. It's exciting to talk about. And uh, folks, do us a favor, head on over to Twitter, 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 and give Stoops a follow at Stoops1990. Give myself a follow at Ricky Valera underscore. Give the show a follow at the Debbie Delight. Please like, subscribe, and all that stuff. If you're listening on iTunes, we would greatly appreciate that. Thank you for the continued support of listening to the show. We really do appreciate it. Um, uh, it's nice to talk about this stuff, but to be rewarded with people continuously listening to our show each and every week is, is really, really awesome at the same time. Um, so thank you so much for tuning in and until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. See y'all later.